0: Alrighty, it is good to be back. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. It has been a few weeks between uh, episodes. Unfortunately, I've been busy working with lots of clients as always. i trying to juggle lots of different things, but I've had quite a few, pe- few people reach out to me asking where the podcast is, wanting to uh, get some new Information, education, and I guess distractions while they're doing their cardio or hitting their step targets. So I'm here to provide that for you once again. And today I am going to speak about deloads. So essentially, we'll just go through what they are, why you should use them, uh, I guess when to use them, how to set them up, and a few things to consider around that. So if you don't know what a deload is, basically it in simple terms and I like to keep things simple here is to just reduce your total training volume and your total training intensity um, by obviously doing less sets, doing maybe less reps and lifting less weight in order to allow your body to recover and adapt from the many weeks of training that you've thrown at it. So typically we look to progressively overload in the gym where we're looking to lift more weight, do more reps, do more sets over time. To obviously build more muscle and also build more strength. Now, unfortunately, we can't just continually increase these things week to week to week uh, without our body kind of telling us that we need to stop, recover, and um, you know pull back a little bit in order to continue to adapt. Because if we could just continually adapt to the training that we throw at our at our body, um, you know the weights that we lift week to week and crazy training sessions, I would be deadlifting 400 kilos right now and you know i would be bench pressing well over 200 kilos if not you know more so i've been lifting some extremely heavy weights all the way from i guess 18 years old 19 years old and i'm now 31 so over multiple many many years now you would expect my uh, strength to be quite high if there wasn't a point where we plateau And typically when people have like a training plateau where they get stuck, they're not lifting more weight, it's because their body isn't recovering from what they're doing or they're consistently trying to just do the same thing week to week and obviously not stimulating their body to a level that requires it to adapt and grow. Uh, So that's two different things right there, but ultimately a deload is designed to take off some fatigue from multiple weeks of training so then you can actually go at it again for, you know, four to six weeks or however long it might be and train with intent to grow and be stronger uh, with reduced fatigue so basically we should do this as I guess I just mentioned I would say every four weeks or so Um, in the past I would set up a deload every four weeks or the fourth week of a training cycle and in some cases I would set it up at the 8th week depending on the level of intensity volume the design of the program and the recovery of my client or athlete or myself as well Uh, but more recently in the last year or two I would say um, or even more recently than that I've switched more towards deloading when necessary so really getting feedback from my body myself and as a coach from my clients to really determine when a deload might be most suited because if we said every fourth week and you're feeling really good in week three and you feel like you can actually do more and do better Then you're I guess you're leaving gains on the table and you're deloading too soon um, And that might not always be the best outcome So having a generic approach where you're deloading every fourth week or every fifth week Is decent and has worked for a long time over many years for myself But also having a little bit more of a reactive approach based on how you're feeling can be good as well. And right now my training programming is set up in a six week training block and my sixth week is supposed to be a deload. Right now I'm in week number five and I was actually really excited to go all out in this fifth week knowing that the volume was gonna be at the highest, the intensity was gonna be higher as well and it was gonna really um, overreach to a degree or really challenge me and push me uh, before I could, I guess, uh, earn the deload next week. And coming into this week's training, Monday, I really killed it, went all out, did everything I expected. And Tuesday, my joints were sore, my muscles were sore. I felt fatigued and I really realized that I need to deload this week, not next week. So that's a reactive approach where I had something mapped out, ready to go. The sixth week was gonna be deload. Week five, I knew was gonna be intense, but I was ready for it. Had a healthy weekend, slept well, ate well, did everything to the best of my ability to prepare for this hardest week of training and my body said no and that just comes down to not being able to adapt as fast as i want to um, being a natural athlete as well and i guess being a human right so deloads can be proactive planned ahead of time but reactive is a really good way of doing it as well so if you're someone who doesn't deload i put a facebook post up about this yesterday i think it was and if you're someone who has never deloaded before never going out of their way to reduce the amount of weight they're doing or sets or whatever to allow their body to recover then in chances are you are not ever training hard enough or you are training harder some days and lighter other days without real purpose behind it if you are training with intent to grow and you are progressively overloading you will get to a point where you feel extremely fatigued and you feel like you're not as strong as you were because that level of fatigue is kind of blinding your efforts or reducing your your training efforts in the gym Um, and you need to deload that is when you need to take a deload so if you're not doing that if you're not getting to that point where you just feel stuck then you're probably not training hard enough and if you have a proper approach and periodized programming in your training uh, then you'll have these deloads already in mind to do and you will see better progressions over the long term, even though you feel like you're taking a step back by having a lighter week of training, you know, every four to six weeks or whatever it might be. So how do we set up loads? So basically there's a few different ways you can do that. A very simple approach, if you're using the RPE scale when it comes to your weight training and load selection, is to simply just reduce your RPE down to seven, or your reps in reserve down to three, if that's what you're using. So rather than training, and essentially that's just an intensity focus. So rather than training at an IPE nine or training to failure failure here and there, you're just gonna pull the weight back and do IPE seven. So you're really reducing that weight. But in addition to that, you're also going to cut the amount of sets that you're doing in half. If you're at a point where you're doing sets, five sets of a tr- of an exercise, you know, cut that down to three that would be great in general I would say two to three sets um, as a minimum for each exercise with an RPE of 7 instead of 9 or 10 or 8 or 9 that is a good approach when it comes to deloading another thing you could do is reduce your sets and not use the RPE scale of 7 or whatever it might be but instead just look at what you lifted last week and lift about 70% of that weight. So if you lifted 100 kilos last week for your exercise, you did five sets of 10 with 100 kilos. In your deload week, you can do the same exercise for just three sets and you're going to do 70 kilos instead, which is 70% of the 100. And you know, it could be 60 to 70% depending on how you feel. I think doing doing it this way, you're not really guessing what weight to use. You're basically just saying, okay, 70% of what I did for everything last week plus a reduced amount of sets is going to result in a reduced amount of intensity and volume therefore I'm deloading in a, in a smart way and by doing that I feel like you're still going to get a decent pump a good mind muscle connection and you're not really or well, you're definitely not overloading your body because it has already adapted to heavier loads so you're definitely recovering but at the same time you're not pulling things back too much because when it comes to deloads we are also looking to maintain the positive adaptations that we've achieved through our weight training so if you are training consistently, progressively overloading, and you've done so for like five or six weeks or, four, or three to four weeks, and you're feeling it and you really need to deload, if you were to take a complete break from training, that would have some positive outcomes. But at the same time, you're gonna take away those positive adaptations to training. When you come back to the gym, it's going to be a little bit harder to get back to the same level of strength or effort or mindset and there are some you know negatives around that so taking a deload is uh with that scenario or that structure that i've said i feel will be um productive in the way of maintaining those adaptations that we want the hypertrophy gains the strength gains but just shaving off a little bit of that fatigue now the result of a deload should be the fact that you are fully recovered when it comes to glycogen in the muscle assuming that you have a diet that is um you're in a surplus or you're eating at maintenance, with reduced training, volume and intensity, we should have a fuller muscle, some more glycogen stored or replenished I guess you could say. Um, Our nervous system should also feel healed or be healed, so there's going to be a lot less fatigue and stress on your nervous system. Also we're going to see some positive hormonal changes in regards to reduced cortisol, uh, potentially increased testosterone, or just getting these things back to normal. And in addition to that, we should have your muscles healed to um, so microtests and training, etc., will be healed. And you should have greater excitement to train. So a deload, much like a diet break, is, I guess, a step back with positive intent to take two steps forwards, um, you know, in a smart way. We're not going straight into some crazy heavy training following a deload. Um, but we are taking a step back to mitigate fatigue and have successful uh periods of progressive overload again in the future so you'll definitely be excited to get back in the gym and lift some heavy weights i would say that when it comes to deloads probably 50 percent of my clients look forward to them love them and really appreciate them and 50 percent of my clients hate them don't look forward to it feel like they're not progressing but once they come out of it they are super excited to train and that's no different to when it comes to diet breaks where you increase your food intake for a short period of time some people love it they see the benefits they feel great from it i uh, reduce stress etc and some others actually freak out about it and get more stressed because they feel like they're not you know getting towards their goal or they're taking a step backwards um, and that really comes down to uh, understanding the process and why we do what we do and looking at the bigger picture not just day-to-day efforts so to wrap this short podcast up A deload is a period of reduced training volume and training intensity. Typically a deload deload will go for one week. Uh, We maintain the exercise structure and sequence that we're currently using and we just look to reduce the amount of sets and reps any way you like. And the goal around a deload is to reduce fatigue, um, improve your potential to progressively or increase your potential to progressively overload in the future. Uh, reduce the risk of injury and pretty much stop you from hitting a plateau when it comes to your weight training. In regards to frequency of deloads, it can be every fourth or fifth week of your training cycle or it could be as you know infrequently as every eight weeks. It really depends on your level of effort and your recovery strategies that you also have in play but a a good goal is to I guess plan it every fourth week and push it back or skip it if you feel like things are still progressing if you know you've got some niggles and pain um, you're not really feeling as good as you feel like you should and you know you're not gonna hit those volume progressions or load progressions that you expect then you could always bring a deload in then and take more of a reactive approach rather than you know sticking to the general uh, every fourth week approach so that's pretty much it for deloads and something else I wanted to touch on around fatigue management is other things you can do outside of deloads and their purpose so rather than taking a deload week you could in fact just have uh, a light session week or a couple light sessions where you're doing the same amount of sets uh, with the same amount of reps but you're just reducing the load essentially and a light session focus can have some positive outcomes in regards to replenish glycogen replenishment uh, which can improve your energy levels Uh, the deload obviously has its purpose around your nervous system fatigue and also your hormonal changes and muscle tissue damage as well but then taking it a little bit further if a deload isn't providing you know the outcomes that you expect you could have low volume phases where you just are not training with anything near the amount of volume that you have been and that can have some further benefits maybe you're going going from you know your high volume training where you've working up to like sets of uh, four sets or five sets or even six sets or amrap sets or supersets and things like that and you can just bring that volume right down and uh, move into maybe a strength phase Um, that can have some benefits Uh, and then also beyond that you could do some active rest phases where you are reducing the, the total amount of volume and intensity for longer periods of time not just one week and the benefit around that is actually recovering things like your tendons and your ligaments um you know bones psychological factors things like that so if you are if you do a deload and you still feel like you're not great you still feel a high amount of fatigue or you still have what you feel could be some kind of injury or strain or tear and you're, you just don't have the the output that you expect having a longer phase of active recovery active rest phases can really help to you know ensure that everything is healed uh, assuming a dealer didn't do its job and you know for me I've got like the shoulder issue for a long time now which stems from a high frequency of bench pressing I guess I could say High, a high frequency of high intensity bench pressing, not recovering from that um, <clears throat> effectively. And right now my training volume has been lower since then. It's been progressively increasing uh, but I still have a lack of overall strength in comparison to previous months or years. So it is possible that an active rest phase could be beneficial around that. Um, but I'm just working around it as best I can and um, trying to make some gains so not letting back not letting that hold me back but at the same time if I want to feel super healthy outside of getting treatment getting scans things like that active recovery phases could be something that could be useful so anyways that's it for today also I wanted to also touch on a uh, a book which I feel is highly um, recommended from me and highly valuable and that is called the scientific principles of strength training and that is by Dr. Mike Isretale, as well as James Hoffman and Chad Wesley Smith so if you don't have that book i highly recommend that you get it it is a monster a lot to read Uh, but a lot of what I shared with you today is from their book which I purchased a few years ago now when it came out and it continually serves me and teaches me so much Uh, you can read it cover to cover and still have to go back and read more to really get the ins and outs of everything around the scientific principles of strength training and hypertrophy training as well anyways that's it it's time for me to go train hopefully i'll have another podcast for you guys soon thanks to everyone who actually gave me suggestions on instagram stories yesterday um, i have saved your suggestions and i will get to them as soon as i can but for me it's time to do training session number three of the week which will be an unplanned but now official deload And uh, next time I might actually, or at some point, I will speak on auto regulation as well, which can be uh, related to deloads as well. But I'll leave you with that for today. Have a great week, month, or whenever I speak to you guys next.